In this episode of the Leadership in Practice podcast, I look into the future and what will the role of the practice manager be. We can expect it to be different, but what is driving these changes? I'll talk about these things and also what are the three essential roles for a practice manager in the future. So let's get started. Are you providing the leadership in your practice? Maybe you found out what a complicated and difficult role this can be. I'm Gary Hughes and this is the Leadership in Practice podcast, where I'll be helping you manage some of the challenges all leaders face. I'll be giving you ideas and tools and helping you understand how you can be a better leader of your practice. A couple of years ago, I wrote a blog called The Practice Manager of the Future. At the time, I could see the changes that were happening in general practice, and I wondered about the impact that these would have on the practice manager and the skills they would require. I wrote, The practice manager of the future will not be the same as the past. Leadership and greater skills will be essential for an elevated, prominent role in the new landscape. So, two years on from that, I wonder how things are looking now. And I thought it was worth just having a look at that and what skills the practice manager might need. Well, I don't think the landscape has changed much. We're still looking at primary care networks, federations and collaborations. And we're seeing more and more larger practices and mergers. And certainly at the moment, primary care networks seem to be at the centre of everything that's going on. And there doesn't seem to be any sign that that's going to change. If anything, in this first part of the year, the pace of change has been quicker. I think through the current COVID crisis, out of necessity, we've had to move quicker and we've had to change quicker. So we're seeing more collaboration between general practice and our social care and community care and secondary care partners. And as we're seeing all of these different parties collaborating and working together, we're seeing an increased number of larger organisations And they're taking on more and more complex projects. And with all of this, there's more importance that these larger organisations are run as a business using business management and leadership principles. But the primary care network is still at the centre of everything that seems to be happening at the moment. And with all this transformation, it seems to be that the GP and the clinicians are being pushed to the forefront of what's happening. It's certainly true that the clinical director role is only for clinicians. But GPs traditionally don't have the skills to run these larger organisations and more complex projects. It's not what they do day to day and it's not the training they've had. It's the practice manager that has these skills. It's the sort of things that they're doing on a daily basis. And it's the sort of experience they have, particularly if they've come from the commercial world. So the practice manager is ideally positioned and ideally equipped to take the lead role. And many are stepping forward into these leadership positions to provide the skills that are going to be needed as primary care transforms. And I think as we go further into the future and the organisations become ever bigger and the projects more complex, we're going to find that more and more will be needed from practice managers and more and more practice managers will be needed to provide the leadership. So if that's the case, what will be needed from the practice manager of the future? 
Well, two years on from writing about this, I actually don't think much has changed. I still feel there will be three things that will be essential. The first of these is that the practice manager will need to be a leader. They'll need to have leadership skills. So what does this mean? Well, they'll need to be the one that creates the vision for their organisation, whether that's the primary care network or larger practice. It should be that they're working with others to create that vision, not just doing it on their own, imposing it on others, but making sure that they are leading the process so their organisation has a vision. And that vision needs to be clear to everyone. They need to have been involved in it and they need to buy into it. So it provides a clear and inspiring image to all of them. It should clearly say where they're heading and why they're heading there. The leader will also need to see the opportunities that the transformation is presenting. And it does present many opportunities, whether that's for new services, more effective delivery methods, efficiency savings or quality improvements. The leader needs to see these opportunities and they should always be on the lookout for something that will benefit the organisation. As the leader, it's also going to be important that they're confident networking. They're going to need to build partnerships with other organisations and they're going to need to get them on board working with them in a shared vision. They'll also need to be aware who their stakeholders are and who of these they need to keep informed and keep close to and build relationships with. And when they do build these relationships, they'll need to make sure that they're built on trust, but they're also aligning with what's going to be needed for success. Another important thing that they're going to need to do as a leader is they're going to need to be able to successfully drive and manage change. Transformation is all about change. And we are and will continue to see lots of it. So with change inevitable, the leader is going to need to clearly communicate why and to bring everyone with them, making sure they're involving them, keeping them engaged and also supporting them along that change journey. And it's going to be important that these new organisations have a positive culture. And as the leader, it's their role to ensure there is a positive culture. They need to be leading this from the front, not scared to get their hands dirty at times, but also there to make the brave decisions and the big decisions, making sure they inspire and motivate people. If they're going to build a positive culture, they need to make sure that they're building this based on values that everyone believes in and buys into. But the leader must also make sure they set the examples for these. These values will mean nothing if they're set, but they see a leader who doesn't demonstrate these values. And they must, as the leader, ensure that these values are present throughout the organisations, that their people live up to them, and the decisions are made based on these values. So the first thing that's going to be required of the practice manager of the future is they're going to need to be a leader. They're going to need to have the leadership skills. The second of the things that's going to be needed from the practice manager of the future are first-class business skills. These organisations are becoming bigger, the projects are becoming more complex, and it's going to be important that all of these are run on sound business management and leadership principles. The reason for that is there's going to be bigger financial budgets, there's going to be a larger workforce, and more stakeholders with an interest, and there's going to be a responsibility to a far larger number of patients. And with all of this and the world we're living in today. It's important that we have open, transparent and robust governance and management. 
So it's essential that the leader makes sure these are in place. And as part of these business skills, the practice manager of the future will also need to be able to adopt a strategic position. They'll need to be able to see what path will successfully take them towards that vision. And they'll need to be able to drive the organisation forward. This means they'll need to be able to see when goals need to be set and where they need to be set and how they're going to be measured. And with all of this, they'll need to be comfortable using business data because they'll need to be able to interpret it to be able to make decisions based on the data. It won't be enough to use instinct alone. And these business skills must cover the areas of the business such as finance, HR, governance, regulation and risk. But this shouldn't be a worry for the practice managers because these are all areas that they're working with all of the time. And where they don't have these skills, they'll need to recognise this so they can build a team around them. They won't be able to ignore what they don't understand or blindly trust and expect others to fill the gaps. But it doesn't mean they have to be an expert in all of these things. So the second of the skills that the practice manager of the future will need are first-class business skills. Now, the third thing the practice manager of the future will need to be is a collaborator. With the transformation of primary care, we're working closer and closer with our partners from secondary care, primary care and community care. And as we've already said, the practice manager of the future will need to be confident and capable of networking. They need to be able to communicate with all of these partners and with individuals at all levels. They need to be comfortable whether they're speaking to one or 100 and whatever the situation. Collaboration means they also need to know what's going on in their own organisation and also in the locality and beyond. They'll do this through building up these successful relationships and partnerships that transformation is going to depend on. They'll want to use all of these skills to be able to influence the agendas so they are geared towards success. But that success mustn't be at the expense of their partners. They should be aiming for that win-win, all looking towards a shared vision. As a collaborator, they also want to be making sure they're driving innovation. If primary care is truly going to transform, then innovation is needed. But there shouldn't be change just for the sake of it. But where we see improvement is needed, they shouldn't be frightened to explore and try new ideas. And as a collaborator they'll need to make sure they have a team of experts with them working together to make sure that these organisations are successful. As we've said, they don't need to be the expert in everything, but they do need to have a team around them to provide all the skills that they need. They need to make sure that's a team that's engaged and empowered. And they need to make sure that they're given clear lines of accountability and responsibility. And with this, they need to make sure that they're there to support their team in the same way as their team will support them. So the landscape has changed and it continues to change. We're seeing bigger organisations and we're seeing more collaboration and more complex projects. And primary care networks are very much at the centre of what is happening for the future. And with all of this, we need leaders and collaborators with first class business skills. And in these changing and exciting times, it's the practice manager that is best placed to provide all of this. Thank you for listening to this Leadership in Practice podcast. 
You can find even more ideas and tools to help you improve your leadership in my book, Leadership in Practice, and my blogs posted on LinkedIn. If you'd like help with a leadership challenge, contact me at gary at leadershipinpractice.co.uk. Connect with me on LinkedIn or head on over to www.leadershipinpractice.co.uk. It'll be great to connect with you. If you want to be a regular listener to the show, the easiest way is to subscribe on iTunes. Thank you.